Good afternoon, Chattanooga. Good morning to those of you who are listening to us abroad. This is Rev. Young Yates with your Noonday Nugget. I want to talk today about slave culture. One of the most horrific chapters in the Bible is found in Judges 19. And in this chapter, it exemplifies slave culture. It's interesting for us to note that the foundation of the book of Judges was simple. There was no king and everyone did what was right in their own eyes. Likewise, in our present day society, slave culture rings the same when there's no reverence for God and everyone is doing right in their own eyes. Here in Judges 19, there was a situation where some men wanted to take advantage of another man who was a visitor in town. And instead of so, the leader of the house, the said man of the house, gave over his concubine to be used as opposed to the man. Now this is interesting to note because this concubine serves in polyamorous situations as a second wife. But unlike polyamory, this second wife does not have the same or equal value as the first wife. More so, she is looked at as property. Therefore, when people feel that you are not worth what you deem yourself worth to be, they will look at you in turn as property. Dred Scott is one of the more famous cases given to us in our yet-to-be United States of America, where he appealed that he was more than three-fifths of a man, yet he was an entire individual who deserved the right to vote. And here, Judges 19, this young lady who was abused all night to the point of death, did not have that particular right to appeal, yet she was succumbed by her circumstances. And sometimes in slave culture, many of us don't have that necessary right to appeal, yet we are abused by those particular circumstances and people around us. Well, similar to this yet to be United States in Judges 19, after this incident, Judges 20 declares that the nation went into a civil war. Some had victory at first that was on the uh, offending side. Similar to our own civil war, there was some victory for the offenders at first. Pastor Peyton Jones would point out to us that even though God sometimes allows us to suffer consequences, he still will never leave us nor forsake us. The union prevailed in the civil war and the Israelites prevailed over the tribe of Benjamin who were representing the town of Gibeah where this offense occurred. And sometimes it's hard for us to see down the road when what we see in front of us is so volatile and so uh disgusting and the reality of life is the question becomes how do I continue to walk with a God who's seemingly not walking with me but I would submit to us on today just like judges 19 and 20 just like even in this yet to be United States some things may not go in our particular favor we may have to even overcome a culture that is geared towards slavery but even so the man's eyes does not dictate the eyes of 
God. And Zordia Hurston gives us an affirmation that our eyes should be watching God because he, again, will never leave us nor forsake us. He is our set deliverer, our redeemer. But sometimes we find ourselves in positions where we mean and want to question that. There's a poem popular in the African-American culture, Footprints. In this poem, it shows two people walking along the beach. Then at times, it only shows one set of footprints. The person who's reading the poem has a conversation with the Lord and says, How come in my toughest times, how come in my most dreadful times, in my weariest of days, there are only one set of footprints? God, where are you when I needed you most? And the reply becomes, It was then, my child, that I carried you. This is my encouragement to you, even amidst slave culture. Lean closer to Jesus and he will carry you through. It does not always appear that victory is on our side. It may not always appear that we have the better uh, per a person for our proponent as opposed to our opponent. But I would suggest to us that if we dare to walk with God, we'll find out that he's walking with us as well. Again, the foundation for the slave culture is when there is no reverence for God and people do what is right in their sight. Put God first and watch how he'll give you everything that you need and or desire. David testifies that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in our way. But sometimes we fall because we're human. But God's strong hand will hold us up. And my prayer is that you'll go through this process and feel God's presence. Get to a place of peace so you can have the same testimony and retrospect that David gives. I have been young, but now I'm old. And I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Be blessed and remember, you're on the mind of God.